Today we celebrate, of course, the Feast of St. Anne. Very special feast for us here, I think, locally. And uh, draw your attention to this passage from our first reading from the book of Sirach. It talks about the godly ancestors, the godly people who have gone before us and who are uh, transmitters to us of their uh, their life, their virtues, their um, their wealth, even physically, uh, both both spiritually and physically, their wealth. It says about them that their bodies are peacefully laid away, but their name lives on and on. Their bodies are peacefully laid away. Now that might be true of Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary, but it's not true of Mary. Mary's body is not peacefully laid away. We're preparing right now to celebrate the Assumption. The Assumption uh, brings to us the mystery of Mary's uh, preservation from from death and from the corruption of the grave and her, of course, being brought right up into heaven to be with Christ. So there are only two human beings in existence who currently right now are enjoying the life of the resurrection, and that is Christ our Lord and also his blessed mother. Now, Mary's incorruption and her her deathlessness and her the grace of resurrection that she enjoys right now uh, is very appropriate because she was conceived without original sin. And it's because of sin that death has a grip on humankind. So it's appropriate that Mary, who is sinless, would also be free from the grasp of death and corruption and the grave. And uh, that mystery of Mary's sinlessness, we refer to at least in part, and we understand at least in part, by this term, the Immaculate Conception. And during the Immaculate Conception this past year, um, I gave a homily where I talked about how it's very common for Catholics to think, when they hear the word Immaculate Conception, they think of Jesus' virginal conception in the womb of Mary. And it's that's not accurate, it's not true. The Immaculate Conception actually has to do with Mary's conception in the womb of St. Anne. And so we we come to celebrate St. Anne, who is the guardian of this incredible mystery. If you think about it, it's an amazing privilege that St. Anne received, that in her womb she would conceive the only human person uh, that would be free from the grip of original sin, and hence death would have no claim upon upon her daughter, upon her child. That is an amazing privilege that um, St. Anne received. I think in general, well, here's something from a, a tradition concerning St. Anne. She was an, uh, The tradition has it that she was a, a, an, a woman who really was past childbearing years, and she had no children, she was barren, and uh, she, of course, very much wanted a child. And her and her husband, St. Joachim, prayed and... Uh, St. Anne was visited by an angel. St. Joachim was also visited by an angel, but they were separated at the time. Okay, they were very far apart. St. Joachim was like actually off in like the desert, um, praying and fasting, and St. Anne was at home. And uh, when the de- when the angel visited St. Anne, the angel revealed to her uh, the identity and the future and the vocation of Mary, to, for the most part. The information that Mary was going to be the mother of God was not given to St. Anne. 
but that Mary would be this really, really special person who would be known throughout the whole world, so forth and so on. That was revealed to St. Anne. The angel, when the angel came to Joachim, the angel just told him, your wife is going to conceive. So St. Anne was let in on the secret way more than St. Joachim. And it, there is something, I think, in the experience of every, well, at least in the reality, if not in the experience of every, of every mother, that is something very special. There's a kind of a secret, I think, that's entrusted to her. Um, conception is, a, is an amazing event because it involves God. God himself creates out of nothing the soul of every single human being and imparts that soul into the into the womb of the mother, into the conceptus. And hence, the conceptus is, is constituted as a human person by that impartation of that soul. That's not due to the mother, it's not due to the father, it's due to God's divine, creative intervention. That's amazing, amazing, amazing. And it will take place after the, the marital embrace. The husband and the wife engage in the marital act. And this ensoulment of the conceptus will take place hours, maybe even days sometimes after this takes place. So if you think about it, every mother is here, she's by herself, okay, apart from the husband. Here she is, she doesn't exactly know when it takes place, but God enters into the womb and imparts a soul to the conceptus for every mother that conceives. That is an amazing, amazing uh, mystery that is entrusted to every single mother uh, that's on the face of this earth that has ever been. And uh, I think we see that to a, a, a really exaggerated extreme extent in the life of St. Anne, is that she was entrusted with not just the mystery of the conception of human life, but also the mystery of the Immaculate Conception. And uh, that is, that's an incredible privilege that she received. And so today... Uh, we entrust ourselves to St. Anne and to her prayers. Uh, all of us have the mystery of God's life, of God's vocation, of God's hope in us. And uh, even as God entrusted the mystery of the Immaculate Conception to St. Anne, so also we can entrust the mystery of God's hope and God's life uh, that's true for each one of us to the intercession of St. Anne, whose feast we celebrate today.